This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And I want to give Mark the opportunity to, if we forgot anything, if there's anything you want to get off your chest, anything we're missing, um, any developing takes you have about the Bruins or just anything you you want to leave us with oh gee where to start Um, (laughs) okay another hour (laughs) i uh now this is probably a minority opinion but and this is way down on the list of uh priorities i really hope they can get a guy or a guy who other teams are afraid of when it comes time to fight. And those opportunities are fewer and, and farther between now than, than they have been. But I'm not going to say the Bruins got pushed around or bullied at any point, but uh, having a guy in the lineup, he's got to be able to play a little bit. But a guy who can make the other team nervous, not just like Lauko with his speed, but if the gloves do drop, a guy that nobody really wants to uh, pair up with. Uh, I don't know who that guy would be, uh, but I think that's something that would uh, they would enhance. Uh, I know it would enhance Providence, and I think that's something they definitely need. But uh, Boston, I, I don't know. I'm, I probably sound like a dinosaur here, but uh, I, I'd love to see a guy who can fight. Uh, in the lineup. Uh, I don't think it's, you know, guys like A.J. Greer tried to be that guy this year. He's not that guy. Uh, You know, Wayne Simmons proved that at one point during the year. But uh, that's something I would like to see. And, you know, I think they, uh, what do they have? Their first pick in the draft this year is like number 91. They got they got to do something in terms of, uh, and this is uh, you know I'm stating the obvious here, but they need to upgrade their prospect. Uh, they've been trading away picks and picking low for too long, and now their prospect list is uh, is the worst or one of the worst in the league. Uh, that's the price you pay if you're uh, near the top for uh, for like ten straight years. But uh, you know they got to do better in in that area. So. I'm not. Uh, I'm not breaking any new ground with that opinion, but uh, there you have it. <laughs> well, th- that and that especially stood out like when we're asking you about defense, and it's like, yeah, it's... all right. Well, there's Lori, and uh, you know, with all due respect to Connor Carrick, like a career HLer, yeah. tweener yeah. type guy. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's, it, you know, they finally have a couple centers that you know show some promise, like you know below the HL level, even Matthew Poitra, Brett Harrison. But yeah, that the defense in particular is like, it's, it's really weak. Like it's really thin back there. So I'm, I'm excited uh, about uh, Poitra. I, he was really good in the prospects challenge in Buffalo 
last year. And uh, I think he's going to be a really good player. Um, but I mean, you know, he looks like he's in junior high. So he's so yeah, he looks so young. Yeah, uh, there's a long way to go for him. But uh, you know, one thing you notice when you watch the American Hockey League is a lot of these teams are in the you know people rave about their prospect pools the prospects people you look in Hartford's lineup uh, they they beat Providence obviously in the playoffs but are there a lot of prospects in their Hartford lineup there are there are not there were like three or four Zach Jones you know from UMass obviously a terrific prospect a couple other guys but then there's all these veterans or mid twenties type guys. Uh, that's how you succeed in the American League. For a team like uh, Rochester, who I mentioned at the top, they have all these high draft picks. Now they got, I think, the 18th pick in the first round last year is piling up points for them. Uh, you know, but Buffalo's been out of it forever. That's how they got those guys. You know, they made the right picks. Boston at times, who we all know, hasn't made the right picks. And, I'll, you know, that reminds me, uh, the kid playing for Dallas now, Wyatt Johnston, he was picked two spots after uh, um, Lysel. Lysel. I pointed that out on Twitter recently. Just fact, not opinion, okay, as the guy says. Fact, not opinion. He, what did he have? Twenty goals this year. This year, yeah, as a nineteen-year-old. And Lysel was, you know, fighting his way through an American Hockey League season. So Dallas made a great pick there. Boston's made great picks in the past on guys like going way back, Bergeron, Marchand. They need to make some more great picks. Guys that no one else. Maybe Lorai turns out that way. It's too soon to say. But he was, a what, in the 50s, I think, he was picked. Yeah. Well, the Bruins need to make some of those great picks. Uh, they've done that in the past, but uh, they, they, need to, they need to string some together, uh, which is a problem when you trade all your picks. So, you know, we'll yeah, you're see. You're not going to have any prospects to talk about for a while because they just been trading well, picks away. No. No, so you know, I, I don't know. Well, they, then they uh, then they turn to um. That's that's why you've probably seen them turn to some NCAA free agents too mm-hmm. to try to help maybe accelerate that and you know fill the cupboard a little bit in the meantime. You know. Well, yeah, and and, and, and Mitchell Miller and Mitchell I knew Miller was going to get there at some point. <laughs> well, don't get me started on Mitchell Miller because uh, I'm Mark only- and I had a conversation about this. I'm the only one. Happened. I'm the only one who saw, you know, that doesn't work for the team. Mm-hmm. That saw Mitchell Miller in practice in two practices, both of his practices in Providence. I, I went and watched. Uh, one of them was like at eight o'clock on a Saturday morning, and uh, I wanted to see what he looked like. I'm telling you, he's a ball player. <laughs> I don't know where he's going to end up, and I make. I'm not making any excuses for his behavior. Wow, that kid can play. And in hindsight, yeah, they they blew that. 
they blew that. Do you think they were just tempted by that? They they yeah. realized this could be somebody that was I off think they, the radar and they watched to get him step and up? they watched him and they said, "Holy crap, this guy can play and he will play." Uh, but they, I mean, not to nobody wants to re uh, revisit that process, but uh, they blew that. They they didn't have their ducks lined up before they signed him. They, they, there, a lot of work needed to be done before they said, Hey, we signed this guy and he's playing for Providence. Now a lot of stuff needed to happen with that kid off the ice before, uh, before he was ready for that, but they blundered into it. They rushed into it and, uh, it blew up in their face. Uh, but I'm telling you that kid can play. So coming soon to a KHL uh, your favorite KHL team? I don't know. I don't know what the future holds. I, I really don't think anybody should be going to Russia at this point. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, well I think yeah, the KHL team right. be scared to. You know, they saw what happened with Boston. I mean, now, I mean, the, if nothing else, the Bruins made him at least for a couple of weeks a household name in the hockey community. And yeah. you know, if if somebody were to sign him again, it would just. I don't see it going very well for that team either. You know, despite his skill level. Yeah. Kind of just a wasted talent, you could say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I like I said earlier, I, I, I don't uh, excuse his behavior because there's he, there's no excuse for uh, for that. But uh, just the hockey part, the kid, uh, the kid is the kid is good. He's, he's very good. If not for that, if not for what he did off the ice, uh, he w- he would have been a star in the NHL for I, I think for a long time. A star, but, not even just like a serviceable player. You think that? No, he was- I think he was he had the potential to be a star. His 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 puck handling was was just uh, on a no- another level uh, mm-hmm. in terms of you know you put him in Providence, granted two practices and a, and a bunch of minor league guys. He was the best puck handler by a mile, by a mile, you know, on day one. So I think, uh, I think uh, his hockey ability was, is elite. Uh, you know, his ability as a human being is a different story, but you know, enough about that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At, Probably at the, the very last- least, like if, if any other team ever does take a chance, they, they obviously have to learn from all the things the Bruins didn't have buttoned up, you know, mm-hmm. talking to the victim or victim's family and figuring out exactly what he's done in terms of, you know, trying to better himself or what all that stuff. Like, just the fact that the Bruins didn't have answers for that stuff. Well, and even just they had no chance talking to the kid. Now, he is a kid, but he came across as, uh, not articulate at all, like at all. Not able to like think on his feet and answer a question that you know, a simple question. You know, he he wasn't prepared. If he had ever had to like do a news conference in Boston with, I mean, you jackals up there would have eaten him alive. You know, God, <laughs> ready to pounce. Well, I remember because the the Bruins sent us sent some of the, uh, us reporters the audio of 
you talking yeah. to him down there, you know, it, like you said, it was literally just you. And yeah, like you could tell it was like, you know, there was almost, almost like just non-responses to, you know, I don't like you weren't hammering the kids, so they should have been relative, you know, he should have been prepared to answer them. He should have had, right. He should have had, he should have spent time with, uh, you know, uh, I don't know what you call those people uh, that media coach, media coach. Yeah. There mm-hmm. you go. A media coach. He should have spent like two weeks with a media coach. Okay. This is, here's your answer to this, you know? Yeah. This is what your answer is. And, and when he, when the, when the questioning turns to this, here's how you respond, you know, make contact with the, the person you're talking to. I mean, he spent the whole time looking at the, at the floor, uh, and, you know, he's a kid put in a, just a hard situation, not, uh, you know, you don't want to have too much sympathy for him given, given what he did, but he wasn't ready for that. And, yeah. and you almost feel like you need like a manager or an agent that has like a PR background. That's like able to under like try to put in perspective for him that this you know, this could be your last chance and we have to make sure we hammer every single thing the right way in order for you to make this money, in order for you to follow through on your dream. And that just, the help that he would have needed just wasn't there. And like you mentioned, when you talked to him, he wasn't ready for it. I think, honestly, maybe it was ignorance, like, and just thinking uh, it's in the past, you know, but clearly that was going to come back up. He should have known better. The Bruins should have known better. Well, the way they handled it was questionable. Uh, just the, the announcement part. Uh, I was at the rink that day for practice and it was winding down. So I got in my car and was driving home. And all of a sudden the, the email lands from the Bruins that they signed or from the P Bruins. I forget who it was, but that they signed Mitchell Miller. And I was like, you know, are you kidding me? So I like practically did a U-turn to go back. And uh, I don't think they expected to have to make the kid available to the media, even just me that day. I think they were unprepared. He was unprepared. Uh, so, I mean, from the from the get-go, the kid was – they threw him in the deep end, and, and he didn't know how to swim. Uh, so, anyway. Well, it's 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 fascinating because you're talking about a season where the Bruins broke the the wins and points record in the regular season, but the two biggest stories to come out of it would be that one earlier on, and then and then their their end to the season in the playoffs. So, yeah, not not the it's not the greatest uh, six months for for the Bruins, despite all the greatness in between. What can you do? Yeah, and I I mean, you know, that's the the whole thing just makes you shake your head, you know. When people like Patrice Bergeron and uh, I think Nick Foligno chimed in that kind of with the the message, like, what are we doing here? Like, what are we doing here? Uh, And, you know, those guys wouldn't have had to answer for Mitchell Miller because he wasn't going to be there. No. You know, he was, you know, a couple of years at least away from challenging for an NHL job. but And they wouldn't have had to answer for him, but uh, just to put them on the spot like that was uh, was not good. It was to say it was tone deaf would is an understatement. They just didn't uh, 
they didn't realize what they were doing. So, so Bridget, I would say to, to summarize Mark's answers to you about any lingering Bruins thoughts, I would say he wants the Bruins to replenish the, uh, the prospect pool and to go out and sign Scott as an enforcer for about (laughs) one year league men just to kind of have an enforcer on the, on the Bruins. And that's, that's a good off season for me as well. So we'll miss Scott on the podcast, but hopefully we'll get a a player's insight going forward. Yeah. I don't don't know how I'm going to hold up in that role, guys. (laughs) I'm a a lover, not a fighter. No, well, the only thing he said he's willing to fight for is popcorn. So say we're going to pay him in popcorn, maybe he'll do it. Yeah. I, co- I covered a whole round of Celtics playoff games without popcorn on the ninth floor. Really? It was, yeah. What do they have? Well, until this round, until the Eastern Conference Finals, nothing. Because Celtics games, like, the, the big names in the media are down either courtside or, like, the 100s level. Yeah. So everyone else that like, gets put up on the ninth floor, they they just, like, don't care about. So there's there's literally <laughs> nothing. Like, the soda machine isn't even on up there but then finally for the eastern conference finals which you know are going to be over tuesday night uh that they put popcorn and snacks and stuff up there i thought maybe scott brought his own popcorn this time because he had been complaining all celtics playoffs that there was nothing up there i was like did he bring his own popcorn that wouldn't surprise me all right well mark you've given us an hour and 20 minutes uh, and we really do appreciate it so thank you very much for joining us, Bridget and Scott. If you have any other words, speak now. Yes, no. Bridget, your hand's on the dial. Yeah. All good. <laughs> thanks a lot, Mark. Well, thanks for having me anytime. And uh, I'll see you guys, uh, if not at development camp, then uh, the next season. I'll, I'll be at development camp. Yep, no no be better here. way to spend July 4th week. Right. July 4th. Oh. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> Oh, nope. maybe I won't be there then. No parades. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No parades, no cookouts. Development. Right. Yeah. Well, With all the great prospects. Though. With all the great <laughs> prospects, right. right. Well, Mark, uh, enjoy your summer. Thanks again for coming on. Uh, have a good Memorial Day weekend next week. And um, we will talk to you guys very soon. Thanks for listening. Sounds good, Dan.